This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. And today is Thursday, December 9th, 2021. And I'm back with my friend, my co-host and friend, Avi, as today we will be finally talking about the original classic from the spring of 1999, The Matrix, with Keanu Reeves. Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, and a bunch of other people. Um, yeah, so this came out before the 21st century, towards the end of the 20th century. It came out in the spring of 1999, and we're about to start now a deep, full conversation of all things about the original classic, The Matrix, uh, which were directed by the Wachowskis, who were brothers at the time, but then for some strange reason later on, they decided to uh, become female or something, which is quite bizarre, but that's a, that's a whole other story. But here we are, The Matrix, 1999. Welcome back, Avi. What are your first initial thoughts of what comes to mind when you think of the original 1999 first Matrix movie? It's like it's very, very amazing and uh, it's very game changing because this movie is like a predecessor about all the modern also that is to be. It's like very superhero movie. It's like. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on for a sec. Can you go into some more detail about what you meant by like game changing? In what different ways did you would you consider it game changing? Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Before you get into the before you get into the computer system and the dreaming and all that, I want to know specifically in what different ways um, would you consider to be able to tell you that it's game changing? Because it's like a, a, this is like a, almost like a, a video game world about mm. like a, if you're inside a computer, everything, a whole world is like you're inside a video game, like a bending reality. Yeah, like that is that world. is a uh, that is that is a way of looking at it that way for sure. The way you described it, like a video game type reality for sure. Um, uh, have you? Have you ever saw um, Keanu Reeves' other Tekko movie in 19, 1995? It was called Johnny Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, the, even that's very poorly. About yeah, like that a, yeah. Like acting about. Right, that one was a, that was a bit more poorly for that. Um, but in nineteen ninety four, you could really see that he had uh, that Keanu Reeves that Keanu Reeves had the capacity to be an action star with the first Speed movie. Yeah, Point Break was 91, yeah. Point Break was his first one, Point Break there, for an early action of 1991. And that had a female, that actually has a female director, who in the 21st century, she came out with some more modern-like movies coming. Yeah, like Heart Locker and all that kind of stuff. The female director was involved with all that. Um... 
Okay, so yes, it was definitely game changing. It definitely seemed like a video game type world. Um, let me see. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely, de definitely the state of the art, state of the art special effects. Um, when it introduced, when it had the, when it showed the bullet time, which was people had never seen that before. After the bullet time, every other movie tried to copy and make their own little bullet time after Matrix bullet time came yeah. out. Oh, for sure. That's one of the best parts of the movie is how the um, fight, the uh, fight choreography is. Um, let's go over some more of the story. We're going to talk some more about the story and plot first. And then after we talk a little bit about the story and plot, we'll go over some characters, some favorite quotes. Um, I know you always like your trivia, so whatever trivia you remember. So let's let's just get into all about this. Let's talk some more about the story and plot and how you, uh, what you thought when you first saw the story and plot of Seeing the Matrix. First, uh, first plot about yeah, the story and plot. How did you feel about the story and plot of it? And sometimes, like, uh, you feel like, uh, like, being bored about this, might be stuck in the boredom world, the boredom, you know, like, uh, like, being isolation or something like that. Well, that was uh, the thing, that was the thing. In the beginning of the movie, Keanu Reeves, oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves in the beginning, as Thomas A. Anderson, as Thomas Anderson, he had to go to that boring job, which he was late to, he didn't really want to do that job. And then also, when he wasn't at the job, he was just kind of, like, on his computer trying to search yeah. up about the Matrix. So he, like, didn't know what to do, what to do with himself. Yeah. But also, the, before we, we, we introduced Neo, the, we, we learned about the first time we meet Trinity. Yes. It also becomes a mimicking, because, but there's one plot hole about the, there's a plot hole about the, yeah, about the, the beginning, about when it, when it shows Trinity, as she escaped from the police and agents. Because uh, the, the agents have the ability to jump in any people's body about, like, uh, a policeman and other strangers. Because of it, how they have they, they should attempt to jump into the policeman to capture Trinity there, because uh, the agents are very much advanced. I was, could you name could you name the exact specific plot hole in regards to that? Because sometimes about when the police are searching around the building to capture the the you know the you know, some of the hackers you know those are the rebellion mm -hmm. about the because even though it's. Right, right. I get all, I get all that. I'm just trying to understand what this specific plot hole was in regards to that whole Trinity stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, the the phone calls are traced. The phone calls are traced. Yeah, they're traced. So the agent might know where they where they might find him, like. Wait, about the tracing calls on the agents, I think you got something there. Because at the very, 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 very beginning, the very start of the movie, you heard the trace call between Cypher and Trinity before they showed the Trinity action scene. So uh, that call was being traced, and, and, and she knew that, and he was playing, well, we know what happened with him later. But that trace, him and her with the trace calls is the, is the heard and seen the very first part of the movie. Because that's why, even though uh, so it's like, a, about the phone is like a, almost a weakness about like, uh, if you use that phone yeah. all the time, yeah, the agent might come up to... The call, well, the calls, the calls during the phones during this movie were often like through landline calls, exit, like... Oh yeah, the, oh, yeah, the exit, the exit. Where, yeah, the exit uh, were through the landline even calls. Like the, even the, end, the ending about doing that, when you have to get, get the very end of the movie, you have to get the phone in time, but... Even though, but then he, and then he was, he got killed by agents because the, the phone is still ringing. Mm -hmm. So I thought the, 
does have room. The question is about why do, why doesn't the agent shoot the phones about this part of right. the that you know the, the Neo will never get out of the out of the matrix. The Let's. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, I hear. What, I hear what you're saying. Let's go back to you. You mentioned about uh, starting off the movie with Trinity, how she started the movie off. Let's talk a little bit about her character. Um, what were your thoughts about um, Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity? Did you think uh, that was an interesting character? What did you like or dislike about Trinity? Well, I really like her. About she's like a very, she's very, very skillful, and uh, and, and sometimes like uh, sometimes it's very like uh, almost like a. Like a, as a, she's the best, as the best one to the, to gravitate, you know, to gravitate with the, to convince Neil about the, the meaning about, and meet with the others, the, the other people that are up against the, uh, the, the computers. Right. Now, as far as the movie itself being all gamey and uh, a computer-like world, one thing I never understood, no matter how many times I watch it, is the one scene when Morpheus says to Neo that it's not actually the year 1999, but it's actually closer to the year tw 2199. I'm like, wait, how do people not know what year it is? That's, uh, wow. Because uh, they don't know that, that, that if it's the year 99 or no, they don't know that the machines took over that and how they been, they, they put in the pod, they put inside the, you know, the red pod they been, they source out mm. about, they thought that, that, that our real world has never happened, but they, you know, they had to convince there's some, like, a glitch, you know, right. something's, not, something's not right about the like, glitch, like, uh, know how they how they're being being followed right all around. i want to um right i i hear i see okay so i want to go into the interrogation scene for a sec when neo is being interrogated by agent smith did you know as part of the trivia for that that if people can pause when agent smith shows neo the passport that the expiration date on the passport actually says september 11th 2001 well, even though sometimes uh, if it's a uh, if it's a ninety uh, one about the uh, uh, I mean the passport to that I mean it's about the passport in the in the uh, in the interrogation scene. If you open up the uh, the file, the paperwork, it showed on Neo's pa Neo's passport that the expiration date of the passport said September eleventh, two thousand one. Oh, we, we did. They, they, the movie's released in ninety one. Nineteen ninety nine. We never, we never know that something big is going to happen. Like right. That. Well, I mean, well, back in 2015, back in 2015 and 2016, if someone would have told you that there was going to be a, uh, a a really big virus that's going to infect the whole world globally in 2020, nobody would believe that person. Yeah, but even though now it looks like it's happening, about like... Uh, even though some of, uh, some of the films you watch as a fictional 2019 or 2020, they don't know where we can find something. Well, um, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, director James Cameron. Now, James Cameron, in 1991, came out, of course, with the movie Terminator 2 Judgment Day, another science fiction movie. And the thing about that is, there's quote lines by uh, James Cameron in Terminator 2, where he talks about going online in 1997, and online referring, to, I guess, to the internet. Most regular people did not have the internet in 1991. The movie itself takes place in 1995, by the way, 11 years after the original Terminator. But it's like, how did James Cameron know about this thing called online in 19? 1991, when the majority of regular people in 1991 had no idea that there was an, even a thing called online on the internet. So I just think, like, 
Right, the World Wide Web. It's like they know what's going to happen before it happens in these movies and TV shows, especially like like for the TV show The Simpsons. The Simpsons predicted so much also. It's like how do these movies, how do these movies and television shows know what's going to happen 10, 15, 20 years? I'm like, do they do they know something that we don't know? What's going on here? Like, we don't know about, how can they know, like, uh, like, you know, the picture of 2015 about Back to the Future. Yeah. Too. They mm-hmm. about, yeah. They, 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 they did, we do have now Skype or Zoom. Skype, it's like a FaceTime. Yeah, the FaceTime they got right. They got the FaceTime part right with Back to the Future, the FaceTime calls, but they did not, they're way off with flying cars. We're way off for cars to fly. Yeah, or something about... Or we can't predict about uh, about the you know what could happen that people could walk walk on the walls or the or could walk on the on the plane while plane while you're on the air. Right. Wait. Wait. What about the air? If you walk on the plane, you know, uh, uh, on the tip of the wing. The, oh. You know, the, or even I saw the news about the something you could do the crazy stunt is stand on top of the hot air balloon. Oh. Okay. Um. You did a bit ago, a bit ago, a bit ago. You mentioned about the dream aspect of the movie, and of course, Morpheus is a word that means something about related to dreams. So now that we've talked about Trinity, let's to go over and talk about Morpheus next. What did you make of Lawrence Fishburne as the Morpheus character? He's very so philosophical about like uh, even it's, a, it's like a very mentor about to know what you know what he, what he had to the, find the source about the secret way about down the rabbit hole. The fine thing is about when you had to when you give out the deal about which pills you have to take from the reflection of his glasses about it shows about there's two deals about which one is like uh, if he's going for the pills about like one he's about to take the red pill but but even though the the one side one side of it one side of his glasses about he did he did take the blue pill that he he's he's not moving just say only this right only the one side of the red pill side right like, now in regards to Morpheus the new movie the fourth Matrix movie the Matrix Four is coming out soon one little thing that's making me a little bit nervous anxiety about this new movie is Lawrence Fishburne the actor is not coming back and instead Morpheus is gonna be played by a younger actor I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Like when this new Matrix comes out, it's still bringing back Keanu Reeves. It's still bringing back Carrie Ann Moss. But for whatever reason, no more, no fish, Lawrence Fishburne. So I don't know. I I I really wanted him. I wanted Lawrence Fishburne to come back from Matrix Four, and all I'm saying is it's gonna be played by a younger actor. Yeah, this could be like an alternate, alternate, alternate version of a, yeah. of a different Matrix universe. Yeah, like. Uh, because you're not there, because you're not in the Matrix about some kind of like a like a, 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 a like an alternate universe. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, maybe maybe it is an alternate universe, but I have very I have very low very low expectations for Matrix Four. I don't I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. I know, but this could be. I'm afraid this. I'm afraid one crap it'd be like a flop or something or the. The reason, and one of the reasons about flop, the reason, the reason, one of the reasons it might flop is it's coming out a week after the new Spider-Man movie, and more people yeah. are gonna want to re-see Spider-Man: No Way Home a few times than go see Matrix Four, especially if they're young, because young people weren't around when the first original Matrix trilogy came out. So Matrix Four might flop just for like the Spider-Man and just other people really not caring about it. Even even though they ever go to the theater, because we were we were all concerned about Omicron. Threads about like uh, which I'm sorry I'm sorry which thread Omicron yeah Omicron. I didn't know that was the term for it oh so that means one of the threads of it okay and that's why we were, we were concerned about that 
understand how safe it is that the virus uh, uh, you know, infected the, the gets caught in the theater or or anywhere in the right. states around the world. Right. Well, I mean, anything can happen anywhere at any time. So people have to hopefully try to learn not in fear, but to try to just do things regardless. But I hear you. Um, say so. Yeah, he was. His name means dreams. You're like, like you said about him being a mentor. Uh, I think, and and everything philosophical that was great about him. Um, let's see what other character. Let's talk about some of the other characters. Um, what did you make of Morpheus's crew on the Neb- Nebuchadnezzar? Well, sometimes like. Uh... Some some one character you know about the like uh, somebody very too like uh, like too second to one about us always wants to be like uh, named rat, rat or something a mouse a mouse 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 yeah talking about mouse yeah yeah sometimes like uh, like a, a pain in the pain in the ass about like uh, sometimes we want to use uh, something on the women. But, well, there, there, there was the red the red the woman in the red dress was the big thing the woman in the red dress. Yeah, it's just like one of the tests, part of the, the, the testing abilities. But you know what they, they heard? I heard there's a theory says in the film because they say that the movie is very too trans, uh, you know, transgender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what was said, and that's what the directors became. So I'm thinking with the directors being like that, they might have something there in regards to what you just said, yeah. 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 Exactly. You, don't, you don't know about one of the other, if you're like what, what the... But Morpheus says, if you're not, if you're not one of us, then you're one. one of, then you're one of them. Non-human, non-human character. But like, you don't know that what you being along is actually a, uh, if you like your, your presence is involved. Right. Well, like I'm saying, with Matrix 4, I don't like that Lawrence, Fish, Lawrence Fishburne isn't coming back. And on the same way about that, they did originally have in talks for um, Hugo Weaving as Mr. Smith to come back. But because of scheduling conflicts, um, Hugo Weaving will not be coming back in Matrix 4. And it looks like from the trailer that that um, new actor, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, that guy. You just we'll say it again. Jonathan Groff. Yeah, Jonathan Groff, it sounds like, might be like a alternative new version of the Mr. Smith character. Oh, yeah. Of a new, uh, yeah, something like, uh, something like, uh, you know, like reincarnation. You know, what you believe you call reincarnation. You right. Know? Now, yeah. about all this, I just want to say... For anybody listening to this, and I'm, I'm assuming anybody that's listening to us has already seen both The Matrix 1 and the sequels, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions 2 and 3. So I'm about to just say, everybody, in case you, uh, if you haven't already seen all three Matrix movies, uh, I, this is about to be a spoiler because Matrix 2 and 3 came out 18 years ago in 2003. So I just want to say you saw in the trailers for Matrix 4, everyone, that uh, Keanu Reeves and uh, and Carrie Ann Moss are coming back somehow in this fourth movie. But if anybody who's seen the end of Revolutions, the third movie, they saw that first Trinity died and then... Neo died. So, with this beginning of this new movie, they're going to have to explain with the pods and the red pods and everything, like, how exactly Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are coming back and why and why Lawrence Fishburne is not coming back instead of a younger actor. So, yeah, spoiler, um, but listen, if it's been around 18 years ago, if you would, if you wanted to see Matrix 2 or 3 re- Reloaded Revolutions, you would, you've already, you would have already seen it by now, but yeah, uh, somehow, they're going to bring back those two characters from the uh, Neo and uh, Trinity. And um, it looks like from the trailers with Trinity, she might have some more superpowers than she did with the original trilogy or so. Um, 
Let's talk about some more characters for a sec. We haven't gotten to the Oracle yet. What do you make of the Oracle? Oracle's like uh, some kind of like a, like a, some kind of like a, uh, not like a, a sorceress about the, she well, about like a... well, she's supposed to be someone that could uh, help people out with the future if they're uh, part of the Matrix. Yeah, something about like uh, something about predictor that what uh, what what's gonna be like a changing part, like uh, something like uh, how the you know the uh, something on next level will come 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 for him. Right. Um, I, I, right. Well, listen, we just reached, we, we, we just reached 20 minutes in. So before we get any more in depth about details and all about the original Matrix 1999, we're going to segue to a quick commercial break. And then Avi and I are going to continue talking about the Matrix. And then towards the end of the podcast, we're, he's going to let me know whether or not we should do a part two of 1999, of 1999's Matrix or whether we should leave it as this episode by itself is fine or a part two and figure it all out from there. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast possible. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm Podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And we're back from the commercial break, promoting Anchor.fm Spotify podcasting. I can't wait to see where my podcasting goes in the future with working for Spotify and Anchor. It's really quite great. All right, and we're back talking about The Matrix 1999. Um, I mentioned the trivia about the expiration date on the passport. What other little bits of trivia for you stand out about about, about other stuff with The Matrix of other trivia stands out for you? Well, here's, here's another one. You know that, what's the anagram for Neo? The one, one. Oh, one yeah, E, one, yeah, yeah. Because that's what Neo has become yeah. the one, like, uh, like a, like a messiah. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there's three actors about the, uh, the place, the movie. Keanu Reeves as Lawrence Fishburne and Joe Pataliano are left-handed. Like, uh, I can carry the objects, like, I can carry the guns or the, like I said, he's heard at the very, very start of the movie in the little audio scene with uh, Trinity about the trace call. What? I, the trace call. He started at the very beginning of the movie, the trace call. Yeah. Um, 
What did you, I, I thought it was interesting when he was talking to uh, Agent Smith, how he's like, um, and his name was no, also known as Reagan. Like, um, I want to be someone, someone important, like an actor. And this steak, it's so juicy, but I know it's artificial. Like, all the lines, the lines and quotes with what these characters said. So let's get into some quotes for a sec. It had a lot of memorable quotes. What were some of the memorable quotes that stood out for you with The Matrix? Well, most memorable quotes I like about this, uh, like uh, as a train as a, as a training mode, uh, I like I like Dia says I, I know kung fu moves. Right, he says he always says he says I know kung fu. Yeah. And then in the second and then in the second new trailer for the Matrix Four, he says I still I know, know I still know kung fu. Kung fu yeah. yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like his like memory getting back to him about like the fourth one. Right. Like, uh, where he, Right. Yeah. So you mentioned a bit ago about the fight, the fight choreography. Um, I'm not really into sports like basketball, or football, but I used to train in martial arts, Tung Sudo, it's a Korean martial art, and definitely the martial art aspect of this movie, in addition with the philosophy, was really stand out. Um, what are your thoughts in more detail about the fighting slash, uh, mar- uh, fighting, fighting martial art like aspect about how the fighting and uh, martial art type stuff was with it all. Uh, the fighting is like uh, sometimes like uh, very like uh, very like almost like a you uh, are and uh, very like uh, very silly about the like if you're in a computer world it's like if you saw there's footage like multiple multiple punch you know like uh, even something even sometimes like uh, even during a training with Morpheus about. Right, 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 right. Yeah. The uh, as far as the fighting goes, the climax fight between Neo and Agent Smith inside that subway place, the way that whole choreography was done with both of them fighting, and especially the part with Neo when he's like his his legs and how it goes in the air with like a forward like almost like Mortal Kombat type move. The fighting was very well done in this movie, and again, it mixed it with like the whole philosophical, all the different philosophical stuff that went on with it. But like you said, also there were some maybe little parts. If people look in between about the whole possible trans aspect, which definitely would be more foreseen later on for the 21st century as for whatever reason the directors changed from male to trans to female. I, I never understood trans. I, I, um, I hope no one's really too offended by that but I've never really understood the whole thought process with trans but it, it did seem like that might be in the movie subtext a little bit somehow. But yeah, the philosophy definitely like the philosophy, definitely like the fighting, the action. Um... It, another movie around that time came back at the same time, 1998's Dark City. I don't think people are as familiar with Dark City, but the, both movies have some similarities. Oh yeah, like uh, having your dreams about the bending reality and the, and the questioning about the uh, about the about the, you know, the, the, you know, the you know those the dark people in Dark City are like uh, some like uh, the agents about that. How they have altered some of the altered the reality about the mm. bending reality about you don't know what what you've been doing or lately. Mm. You know what I like about the Matrix? Yeah, it's influenced other films like uh, to be inspired from the Matrix, like uh, even like Inception. Inception is like uh, a very to Matrix, a close Matrix type. Yeah, but the differences between the Matrix and Inception is like uh, 
in the Matrix, okay? Because if you kill inside the Matrix, you'll die, die in the real world. In your life. Yeah. But the Inception, you don't know if you're dreaming or not. So like, uh, if you get killed, you know you'll be wake up mm. because if you thought about that, even though you can't tell if it's dream or not, you, you need a total mm. about to know if it's. Uh, a total like a, like a coin, a right? So a, both both of those movies are good. Both are both both of these movies are good in their own right. But if I had to say which one was the more original of the two, I would have to say that Inception is the more original movie, which with the way it does its concepts. Whereas with The Matrix, nineteen ninety nine, it got it got its ideas from from so many other influences with philosophy, okay. with with philosophy and the uh, fighting yeah, and everything yeah. that. What's that? And Japanese anime. And the Japanese and the Japanese anime. Whereas with Chris Nolan's 2010 Inception, it just seems like a lot more of Inception seem more thought up and original compared to Matrix. But they're both good movies. But it just seems like unique original wise. It seemed that Inception was more more type like oh this is its own it's its own thing. But yeah, the Japanese anime as well. Um, have you ever played any of the Matrix video games? Oh, okay. Um, I got. I just thought up a really good question to ask you about this movie, Matrix '99. Of of course, you know at one point about 25, 26 minutes in, more uh, Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus character asks Neo, Thomas Anderson, um, whether he's ready to take uh, the blue pill or the red pill. Now that knowing knowing what we know now about what the what a blue pill means and what a red pill means, if you had to decide for yourself. Which pill would you take and why? Because you don't know about the red pill. It's a, it's a secret me to go down the rabbit hole. It's right. Like a, it's like a, a, a truth, a, a whole truth, everything. Of like, right, a, the truth. Like That's what I'm saying. Truth. Would you rather one of the? Would you rather one of the know the all oh, the truth with the red pill or stay la la land with the blue? Which would you choose? Well, well, I hope I need a, about the truth about like uh, the. I I think the blue the blue. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because in the first, the beginning of the first Matrix Four trailer, it looked like uh, Neo um, Anderson was taking a lot of the blue pills a lot. Yeah, but I hope I need a red pill. Something like. Uh I think I feel like a lot of people are still plugged in to a fake reality for themselves now these days of yeah, all these people. Even like you are not, even like you are not. Uh, What's that? What is that? Is a, that a QAnon conspiracy? Yeah, you know, like uh, something you want to. Oh, well, I, I consider everything fake news now. CNN's fake news. Fox News is fake news. Everybody should just stop watching the news. To me, it's all fake news. It's nonsense. Yeah. Because that, uh, the Matrix sounds like almost like uh, in the inside reality, it's like a uh, uh, Matrix sounds like you're inside the fake news world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, I think our reality is a bunch of fake news, to be honest. Uh, what was that? So basically, it sounds like you would take the red pill then. Yeah. Yeah, I think too many people are still plugged into a blue pill, a Matrix. They they haven't unplugged themselves yet for uh, people in reality. I mean, our reality. Um, 
Let's see, what else? Uh, any more? Sorry, sorry, go ahead. My favorite part of that movie is that I love this about the lobby shootout. Like, uh, let me talk about, let me tell you something, let me ask you something about that. That was well done, but let me tell you, those, uh, those security guards, they had families and stuff. So wasn't it, technically speaking, Neo and Trinity were killing real people that weren't bad guys when they did that whole fight? Like, they were, like, killing people for no reason. Because even though they're just, uh, like, uh, no, but I read more about it where it was like they, those people, those eight, those security people had families, and what Neo and Trinity doing by killing them in the lobby was actually killing people that didn't do anything wrong. They were just trying to be family people, and that they that Neo and Trinity were killing people oh, yeah, that didn't need to be killed. Right, that's what I'm saying. All that kind of stuff. I think they killed those people. I think it sounds like a tr a Neo and Trinity massacred those people where they didn't need to necessarily be killed. For what? But then, obviously, it's a whole big fight scene in that lobby thing. But um, which yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, any more story or plot ideas you haven't mentioned yet? Any more characters we haven't discussed? Um, what else can we get into? Uh, what else to get into about? Some say about that there's the allegorical, allegorical about the Matrix related with the Christians and stuff. Yeah. Well, definitely, it definitely has religious aspects too, with Christian and Buddhism and all these different uh, spiritual or religious type things. So definitely, the directors had oh, a bunch of mix of your religions. Put in as part of it as well. Alright, uh, uh, so also about like, uh, even sometimes uh, about the, another thing I like about like, uh, sometimes, uh, where there's, a, there's another plot hole is about when, when Neo's fire, all fire is chained down to the, at the, the, the ages of the rest of the Morpheus. When he, when, he, when he takes out almost all of the, all the, the ages, but the but weird thing is about that the Chenka should have killed Morpheus when he's on the chain. Right. About that. Yeah, that's true. They. I mean, listen. The Matrix definitely has a whole lot of plot holes, just like any other movie. Even the most perfect movies have some sort of plot holes. But I hear what you're saying. But that whole uh, in the helicopter with the machine guns, that was a really uh, well done scene there. The whole thing with that. Um, Let's see. Any other aspects? Yeah. Any other aspects about the movie we haven't yet talked about? Any more story or plot? Characters? Quotes? Trivia? What? What's on your mind? Here's, here's an interesting fact for trivia. On the computer, a cookie is a piece of data. Right. The Oracle gives Neo right. a yes. literal and a figurative cookie. Cause that's a that's a very coincidence. I didn't know a computer term, but like a as like a piece of data, like a, it was like a. Something you want to give us a cookie, like it sounds like a drug. Okay, yeah, about the cookie and the, I, I hear what you're saying with all that. I'm gonna, let me mention some, my, my trivia, my own trivia now about the uh, Oracle in, regard, in regards to all that. Um, she was great in this first movie. Um, the second movie, Reloaded, came out in uh, this uh, spring summer of 2003, and she is back in Reloaded during that outside scene. She passed away in 2001, which means her part in Reloaded, the Oracle that. Oracle had to be filmed some point between 2000 or 2001, either 2000 or 2001, because she passed away in real life in 2001, had a great part in the outside scene with Neo in Reloaded, and then of course they explain 
because the the original actress died, how they brought a new Oracle in for the third movie. That they had to rewrite, rewrite the script, they rewrite the idea. Yeah, yeah, they were like, um, well, it was like where um, the Merovigian Mer- 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 had taken her eyes or her, her shell or something, and therefore she had to be looking in a different form. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but definitely about the cookies you just said right there. It's exactly right how the different cookie meanings of, of the of Oracle there and stuff. Um, we're just now, okay, um, whatchamacallit, let me see. Now we're reaching, we're already in 35 minutes in, almost 36. We talked about a lot of the movie. My question for you now is, are there a bunch of other stuff about this movie, The Matrix 1999, that you haven't got off your chest yet that you want to talk about in a part two? Or do you think the majority of your thoughts and opinions about The Matrix 1999 have all been spoken about? Or do you think they'll need a, or do you think they'll need a part two for 99 to talk more about it? What do you think? Well, sometimes I talk about like has there like well like has there been anything that about all this movie in regards to anything about it that we haven't yet already talked about that would need a part two or do you think you covered as much about it that you want to talk about as possible? Are there other uh, things? What? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna yeah. Go ahead. Hmm. Oh, uh, uh, even though it's sometimes hard about the, how the, they were the you know about. Squids about the squids, the mechanical uh, uh, objects. Aren't they called the um the sentinels? Yeah, sentinels. Yeah. So what did you what did you, what did you think about the sentinels? Well, they're very like a little, a little scary about that. It's very I thought it was very compared to something like uh, remember like when Neil has a dream about he's catch by Adrian they they turns like uh, some kind of mini uh, trace, tracing objects like a kind of like I thought I was thinking it's like a mini squid about to know where they. Well, I mean, yeah, the Sentinels, the Sentinels was a big part about all that. The Sentinels were in 1, 2, and 3. Um, back to the special effects for a sec. You mentioned a while back about liking the special effects. I thought that whole, when Neo becomes, takes the red pill and he's with Morpheus and everybody, I think that mirror scene was very good special effects on touching the mirror. That was really good special effects with the touching the mirror there in that first original movie. And Matrix 4 is going to have a lot of stuff dealing with mirrors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, sometimes sometimes the mirrors like uh, where the mirrors uh, is very compared what they say compared by Alice in Wonderland about like through the looking glass. Right. Right. Yeah, the looking glass was in the first uh, Matrix Four trailer. There was the Alice in Wonderland book or something was shown in the first trailer for Matrix Four. Yeah. yeah even that song. Even the song. Yeah, the song too. The song. Yeah, the song. Um. Yeah, I, I think I like the second trailer for Matrix 4 better than the first, but not to get too off topic with Matrix 4, back to the original movie, just want to say that we're just about to reach 38 minutes in, I can only record up to 55 minutes, do you think a part 2 about the original classic 1999 Matrix will be needed, or do you think that you've covered everything you possibly want to say about Matrix, or does it need a part 2, or is it good as, as now as a standalone episode? I think I got, I got to cover everything. Uh, you, all right. You do think you've covered everything in regards to the first Matrix? Yeah. Okay. Um, are you... Are, um, since you have family stuff going on all the time, which is fine because people should be connected to their families as such, um, this coming Monday, not this one that just passed since you had family then, do you have a 2 p.m. open or is that busy also? Well, you know, next Tuesday is a fast. The other fast of the day base. Oh, there's another fast day on Tuesday? A fast day, like... We I'm talking about Monday. I'm talking about Monday. 
Uh, on Monday? Uh, well, it depends on what I've been doing, Liz. About either I had to, sometimes I have found places to do exercising about, like, well, the workout. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely exercise. Definitely exercise. I'm just wondering whether 2 p.m. Monday is available or not. What happens? What happens? Um, what happens if the weather's not good, and what happens if the weather is good? Well, at the, we we will be waiting for the case a snowfall comes, or there are any black ice. Uh, oh, oh, are you saying? Wait, hold on. You said snow might come. We we we've been expecting. Like oh damn! I hate snow. I don't want to see snow. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you said that you thoroughly talked about the original first Matrix as much much as possible. Um, I'm gonna with you have your family and exercising and stuff going on Monday. You'll let me know Monday morning if it's open or not. Otherwise, we'll figure out when the um, next one can be. But since we fully talked about Matrix One, I thought in our next. Uh, I'm assuming you saw Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions, both the sequels. Uh, have you seen the sequels? I see a sequel, yeah. Right, so I was thinking, so whenever we end up meeting again, uh, when we have a day and time picked out, since we fully covered as much as we wanted to say about the original first Matrix, I thought whenever our next second meeting is going to be, or not second meeting, but next meeting rather, I think we could do a whole episode again devoted to Reloaded, the second movie uh, which came out in May of 2003. Does that sound like a good idea to talk about Reloaded next? Um, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, because I, I Reloaded, I, yeah, because Reloaded has a lot of stuff going on with it, just like the first one did. I did, a, like, a lot of stuff, now, every movie had its problems, but, uh, Reloaded definitely had a lot of stuff good about it, at least, to cover and talk about. Um, yeah. I, I, to me, Revo Revolutions was the weakest of the trilogy, I didn't care for, uh, honestly, the majority of Revolutions, I don't know if you, st I, I, I definitely want to talk about Reloaded, the second movie, now that we covered the first movie, um, what 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 are your what are your thoughts about revolutions? Do you think that, uh, I definitely want to talk about the second one, Reloaded? But should we talk about revolutions or only Reloaded? Oh, I think just Reloaded. Just yeah, me too. I'm thinking just Reloaded also because I, I I the third movie for me was the least favorite of the three and uh, the th had the least going on that I liked. So we both agree for just yeah, Reloaded. Even though the third movie is the least 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 film about because the ending didn't do so well. The yeah, the ending, yeah, the ending, uh, see, the the way the third movie ended, it really has a lot of ex explaining to do for the beginning of the fourth movie, but yeah, I think we, we agree that the third movie had its most problems to not really talk about, so I think, yeah, just Reloaded only, and then after Reloaded, if we think of other movies uh, that we haven't already yet talked about that we both can agree on, but, de but, but um, Reloaded for sure, what kind of movies after Reloaded, I'm not really sure, so we're agreeing now, we talked about one, Reloaded 19, I mean, uh, Reloaded, we talked about the original first movie, 1999, as much as possible, in this one, I'm gonna not label it part one when I actually published it, it's just gonna say Matrix discussion, but not without a part to it, so... Whenever Reloaded is, we'll do Reloaded, and no revolutions, and then after Reloaded, we'll just figure out um, some other other movie. It could be a comedy. We could talk about comedy movies, if any comedies we both like. Um, I know we talked about a lot of action movies, or whatever, what have you. Um, yeah. Or no, action slash sci-fi. But, um, yeah, what do you think about all that? What do you think about all that? About the film? Uh, yeah. Um, I, no, about the whole ideas about what movies are next and all. Next of all, I um, think like I think we agree. Reloaded next, and then after Reloaded, we'll skip Revolutions and pick some like. like Dark Knight. How about Dark Knight? 
Ah, well, I was telling you about that when last time we spoke. I thought we could talk about The Dark Knight like in February, closer to the release of the new solo Batman movie. I want to map out like all the map out all the Batman movies to talk about around February time. Right, how about the, how about we go we could talk about the Spielberg film? Which 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 Spielberg film? Like maybe like E.T. Oh, E.T. Okay, um, we could we could talk we we could maybe talk about E.T. Bef or maybe or something else, another option we could talk about this, something like, uh, maybe we could talk about Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, Top Gun for sure, since we're both looking forward to the new, uh, Top Gun 2 Maverick, which ho hopefully comes out at the end of May, at end of May, beginning of June 2022, we could talk about the original classic first movie, Top Gun, for sure, because I, I like a lot of movies that, um, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise are in, so yeah, we could do... We'll do Top Gun, Top Gun 19, Top Gun 1, Top Gun 1986 will be the episode after Reloaded. After we've talked about as much as we want to say about Reloaded, Top Gun 90, Top Gun 1986 could be right after Reloaded. I think it's a good idea. Um, just, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say, um, one last thing about Matrix for a last final question, which I like to ask about, about at the end of all movies. If you had to grade G-R-A-D-E, if you had to grade or rate, uh, how the Matrix was for you, whether you go by stars or letters or whatever your rating system is, how would you grade, how would you grade or rate the original first Matrix movie? A plus, like if in school grades, so A plus. A plus? Yeah. A plus, and how many stars? Like four out of four stars or five out of five stars? Four stars. Four out of four, 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 four out of four stars and an A plus. That is a really good rating. Yeah, because that's a, that's a, yeah, because the first one, so that is, but it's very much better than the other sequels. Oh yeah, the sequels downhill. Every, all, anything after the end of the first one are downhill with the sequels for sure. I think we can agree on that. Uh, that the first one being the best and the sequels kind of not, definitely not being. Um, if I had to grade it, I would also give it an A, or also in the word excellent, A or excellent. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So. Excellent. Yeah. So because you have your family and exercising going on, I'm just gonna assume that you're busy Monday, Monday the third. Monday the 13th, unless you tell me otherwise. Um, if you know you're available, let me know Monday morning. If I don't hear from you Monday morning, I'll assume you have family slash exercise stuff going on. In which case, yeah. we'll figure out what day and time after Monday to do Reloaded. And then after, I think, right after Reloaded is done, fully talking about Reloaded, we'll talk about Top Gun Maverick. Eight, uh, not, Maverick. I'm still, I'm still waiting for this sequel to come out. 36 years. No, we'll talk about Top Gun 1, 1986 with Top, 1986 Top Gun after we Reloaded next. All right, thank you, thanks. Thank you again for coming on to the show. Thanks for coming back on to the program, Avi. I love talking to movies with you. And uh, stay safe this weekend. And hopefully, if there's snow Monday, the snow won't be too bad. And have a great weekend. Um, Shabbat Shalom. And have an easy fast if there's a fast next Tuesday. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy? All right. Talk to you soon. Right, talk, to you soon. Okay. talk to you soon. Bye. All right, everybody. That's all. This has been Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Signing off for now. Batman Dark Knight stuff somewhere around February.